let's talk about buffers. So buffers are actions, routines, habits, or thought patterns we engage in that help to keep challenging situations or things that we don't want to confront at an arm's length. From an evolutionary standpoint, our minds have become incredibly skilled at inserting buffers into our day as a way to avoid and push away things that we know will cause us to experience some level of discomfort or that we think have the potential to cause us discomfort. So buffers allow us to hide behind something pleasurable or non-threatening that will put distance between us and emotions that we don't want to experience. But when we use buffers, what we're really doing is missing opportunities to cultivate strength, wisdom, knowledge, resilience, and to learn information that is essential to our personal growth that can only be learned through periods of discomfort or unhappiness. So in this episode, we'll talk about how to identify buffers, how they're holding you back, and what you can unlock if you choose to limit the number of buffers in your day. Here we go. Hey, welcome to the Workday Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Amoroso. Every workday, we encounter dozens of situations that we have to navigate in order to have a successful and productive workday. And the way you choose to think through those situations helps shape not only the kind of day you have, but the trajectory of your career. This podcast is all about helping you to navigate those situations, show up at your best, and be happier at work. Today, we're going to talk about what has become one of my favorite concepts to discuss, and it's the concept of buffers and buffering. I have come to learn and believe that the ability to recognize and overcome buffers is one of the most important aspects of personal and professional development. But in order to really discuss buffers, we have to start first with examining how our minds are wired. So from an evolutionary standpoint, our minds are wired to seek and experience pleasure. So as a species, we evolved in such a way where we were always looking for things that gave us pleasure and helped us stay safe. And we were always looking to avoid things that would cause us discomfort or pain or put our lives in jeopardy. So we evolved to understand that pleasure signals survival. So eating, procreation, comfort, and circumstances that make us feel safe and protected were all things that facilitated survival. On the flip side, we evolved to understand that discomfort meant the potential for danger or death. So things like harsh environments, actions that had uncertain outcomes, illness, starvation, and a whole host of other things that cause us discomfort are things we associated with danger. And over time, as we've evolved, we've become incredibly skilled at making pleasure convenient in the form of food, entertainment, safety, social pleasure, and an endless list of things that moment to moment make us feel good and that we can use to occupy our time. And in the process of doing that, what we've done is essentially edged out our intolerance for discomfort. So in other words, because pleasure has become so convenient for us and we can have it at our fingertips in minutes and have access to it all day long, we've really built up an intolerance to discomfort. And what's happened is our minds have become skilled at avoiding and pushing away things that we know cause us to have this discomfort or that may cause the potential for discomfort. 
And the really sneaky part about this is that it's our subconscious mind that does this, right? Oftentimes without us even knowing it. So our thinking brain doesn't necessarily make an intentional decision to do this. It's our subconscious mind that does it for us. Again, because that's how it's survived for tens of thousands of years. So that's one of the reasons why, for example, you can walk into the kitchen and just start eating or snacking without making a conscious decision to do it. It's why you can scroll endlessly through social media without realizing that you're doing it. And it's also why we end up avoiding certain emotions or interactions or experiences or thoughts that might cause us discomfort without us even knowing that we're doing it. So that's where buffers come into play. Buffers are essentially distractions, right? They're thoughts or actions that help us avoid discomfort. They help us avoid people, feelings, emotions, or anything else that will cause us uncomfortability or that will trigger something that we don't want to experience. So buffering allows us to hide behind something pleasurable so that we don't have to confront something that might have the potential to cause us pain or that might involve uncertainty, right? They're things that put distance between us and emotions that we don't want to experience. And because pleasure is so readily available, we've become incredibly expert at inserting pleasure into our lives as a way to keep pain or uncomfortability at a distance. Now, buffers come in all shapes and forms. Food, alcohol, drugs, shopping, mindless tasks, social media, TV, procrastinating, anything that provides us with what we think is a temporary sense of satisfaction or pleasure. Now, layered on top of this are the messages that we get all day, every day in the form of advertisements and media and social norms that tell us that it's not only okay, but that we are entitled to experience immediate happiness all day long. We are literally trained that if something feels uncomfortable, we should buy a product to make it better or engage in an experience that will whisk us away from that moment of discomfort into an alternate reality. And what we end up doing is buffering so that we make the things that we don't like about our life or our workday tolerable, right? We feel entitled to experience happiness all the time, all day, every day. And because of that framework, our mind is constantly trying to avoid things that we know will cause us discomfort. But here's the deal. Constantly feeling pleasure and happiness is not natural. It's not how our day-to-day experience is supposed to be. There is essential, essential information that our minds and our bodies need to survive that can only be learned through periods of discomfort or unhappiness, right? We have to cultivate strength and wisdom and knowledge and resilience and a whole host of other important kinds of information that is essential to growth. And we can only learn this information from those periods of uncomfortability. But when we buffer, we keep all of these important lessons and emotions and feelings at an arm's length, which prevents us from 
having the kind of uncomfortable experiences that we need to live a fuller, more rich life. Here's another thing that buffering does. It keeps us in a state of mediocrity. And what I mean by that is we substitute in things that are comfortable and safe for things that might otherwise cause us temporary discomfort, but that will ultimately help us to grow. So I just want to pause here for a second, and I want us to think about how this concept applies to our day. I want you to take a second to scan your day for things that you think might be buffers. So what things might you be doing during your day that are keeping you at a distance from experiencing discomfort? What are you putting between you and a new experience that allows you to avoid discomfort? In the workday context, we use all sorts of buffers like the ones I mentioned before in addition to others like, for example, instead of working on tough projects, we respond elaborately to simple emails or questions all day and we fill our time with mindless tasks. Instead of taking on challenges or challenging things that might advance our career, we keep doing the things that we know how to do and in turn, we hinder our own advancement. So we fill our days with projects that are nice and safe instead of things that would help us grow and push us outside of our comfort zone. We come up with reasons why I just don't have time for X, Y, or Z when it turns out that X, Y, or Z is actually something hard that we don't want to make time for because it means we're going to need to be uncomfortable in order to do it. And so I think if you really look closely at your day, you're probably engaged in all sorts of things that your mind has expertly designed and organized to keep you at a safe distance from feeling uncomfortable. And your mind has also told you a very nice elaborate story about why you need that thing in your life, or it helps you justify why you should do that thing instead of doing the thing that will make you uncomfortable. And in the big picture, buffers over time can truly impede your growth because they prevent you from unlocking the big, bold, powerful, motivated version of yourself that wants to grow and that wants to expand and that wants to achieve and that wants to take on new experiences. So buffers are incredibly powerful and they're ingrained in our day-to-day experience in a way that makes them really hard to extract without practice and without intention. But what I want to leave you with today is a little mini framework that you can start to practice that will help you begin to notice where you might be inserting buffers into your day. So here's how it works. First, I want you to start by simply identifying one thing in your day that you think you might be using as a buffer. Again, remember that buffers can be distractions, simple tasks that you choose over more complex ones, something that you've put in your day that gives you a sense of gratification or pleasure or happiness that you've inserted not necessarily because you want it or need it, but because it helps you avoid something else. So for the sake of an example here, I realized a long time ago when I started my own business that I was inserting really mindless stuff into my day so that I didn't have to take on some of the big 
challenging, really important things that I needed to take on in order for my business to grow. So I'd fill my day with things like responding to emails, taking hours to work on administrative work, spending all sorts of time planning, setting up these elaborate, you know, organization systems. And I realized I was doing this because if I was busy with the simple stuff that I knew how to do, that meant I didn't have to do the challenging stuff that I didn't know how to do. If I was busy, I didn't have to try to sell or find clients and I could avoid the potential that people would say no to me, something that I didn't want to hear. If I was busy, I didn't have to create new products or new trainings. I didn't have to learn how to do new things, which meant that I didn't have to risk someone telling me that they thought that my work was terrible. So it turns out I was putting all of this easy stuff into my day because it meant that I could avoid the potential that I'd experience those types of discomfort in the form of rejection or negative feedback. So as a starting point, just identify one thing that you think you might be using as a buffer. Second, if you wanna truly see if that thing is acting like a buffer, ask, is this thought or action helping me to avoid something I don't want to confront or experience? Now again, our mind is so expert in deceiving us into thinking that we need things. And it's very good at justifying the utility of something that's ultimately holding us back from something greater that we want for ourselves. But now that I've given you some background and some examples, I want you to really search hard to try to understand if there's something greater that you might want that might require some discomfort, but that ultimately will lead to growth that you want to experience, right? And again, in my example, it became clear that I truly wanted growth for my business. And I wanted not only growth, but I wanted expansive growth for myself. But again, I had inserted all these things into my day without even really knowing it until I actually surveyed how I was spending my time. And then third, if you identify something that you think is a buffer, ask yourself, what could I experience if I limited or removed this buffer from my day? So what would some temporary discomfort bring you? What would happen if you exposed yourself to something hard or challenging on purpose instead of trying to avoid it, right? What would intentionally sitting in discomfort for a little bit each day bring you? What if you became expert at being uncomfortable for just a couple of minutes a day? Now, I know that that might sound like something where you hear it and you kind of want to run the other direction, But if you're getting scared, if you're thinking about this and, you're, and it's scaring you a little bit, that probably means that you've identified a really important pocket of growth. If you're scared, it probably means that you're suppressing a true opportunity to grow, either professionally or personally, and it means that growth is right on the other side of some temporary discomfort for you. So how do you pull yourself through a moment like that. 
the key is to spend some time envisioning and internalizing what lies on the other side of discomfort. So if you can become expert at getting in touch with the growth or the opportunity that lies on the other side of being uncomfortable, then at some point, the repetition of that leads to a willingness to go be uncomfortable because you understand that your desire for something greater for yourself outweighs that discomfort. It's a really challenging thing to sort of comprehend, and it's even more challenging to put it into practice. And I will tell you personally that I feel uncomfortable all the time, all the time. And I still realize that subconsciously, I'm creating buffers to avoid things that I don't want to experience. And I have to watch very closely for things that I'm justifying in my mind as necessary, but that I'm actually still, even though I'm aware of it, I'm still putting those things in between me and something challenging. But when I become uncomfortable, I've trained myself to immediately start to think about all the great things that are on the other side of stepping into that discomfort. I have the desire to, personally, I have the desire to impact the lives of hundreds of thousands of people through the work that I do. That's a goal of mine. And I also have personal goals that involve accumulating a certain amount of wealth and maintaining a certain kind of lifestyle and cultivating a day-to-day experience that is fulfilling and meaningful over and over and over again. And so when I feel uncomfortable, I take myself to a place where I'm living out those intentions that I've set for myself, right? I'm envisioning them. I'm, I'm feeling them. I'm living them. I'm processing them. And doing that pulls me past that moment. So every time I choose to engage with that discomfort, I see it as a choice. And it's because I've come to a place where I want the growth more than that temporary feeling of comfort that a buffer would provide me. Sometimes it's an immediate decision and sometimes it takes practice to envision it, but I only get over the hump when the growth I want outweighs the discomfort, when the strength of my future vision and what I know is on the other side of that discomfort is present when I can see it, when I can feel it and live it. So think about how you might be blocking your innate ability to access growth by holding onto buffers. And if you want to transcend past those buffers and intentionally step into something challenging, just practice calling to mind and envisioning something greater for yourself that's worth the temporary discomfort. Go have a great work day. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Workday Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I'd appreciate it if you could head over to whatever service you're using to tune in and give us a five-star review. The Workday Mindset Podcast is a collaboration with Populous Radio. Check out their other shows at populousradio.com. Thanks for tuning in and go get them.